Hello, guys. Welcome to another little Bible study that we're having. Uh, it's going to be about four to five minute Bible study, and uh, we're going to be talking about something very specific today. Uh, we're going to be talking about uh, Christ and the ways to know Christ. Uh, a lot of times we throw out this word Christ. Oh, I can do all things through Christ. Uh, Christ is my Savior. Christ is my Lord. But uh, what, what are we really saying, guys? And so I want to help us to understand who Christ is. It was never really um, thoroughly taught to me. I knew Christ as the figure um, who came and died for our sins. I knew Christ um, as Jesus, the Messiah. But I did not know who Christ was outside of, of Jesus. And so there's three really ways to know uh, who Christ is, guys. Uh, the first way to know is we know Christ we know Christ according to the scriptures, okay? So it's very important to understand and know that um, Christ is uh, the Son of God, and Christ is the agent by which all of creation uh, was made. In uh, Colossians, I believe it's chapter, chapter 1, verse 16, it says that Christ, um, specifically Jesus, is the image of of the invisible God, that he is the firstborn of all creation, for by him all things are created, all things, in heaven and on earth, visible and invisible, whether rulers or authorities or dominions or powers, all things were made through him and for him, and in him all things consist, all things hold together. So Christ is in, over, through all things, because he is the agent that the Father spoke to do his will. And by doing his will, he is also the Son of God in the sense that he seeks to do the will of the one who sent him in that sense. Um, not in like a physical sense, uh, the Son, but in uh, the sense of authority and where his power uh, lies. So the son, Jesus says himself, the son can do nothing of his own accord, but only whatever he sees the father doing. Um, for whatever the, he sees the father do, the son does likewise. And that is the probably the best depiction of who Christ is. Christ is the one who does the will of the father. Christ is the one who gets it done. He's the agent by which uh, all of creation and all action occurs. So we need to understand who Christ is, this agent, according to the scriptures. And now there is a Hebrew, a Hebraic thought that goes into it a little bit too, but we're not going to go too much into that right now. I just want you guys to understand that Christ has always been uh, and always will be, and um, that he has been prophesied and foretold, and he has seen all throughout the scriptures. Um, but you need eyes to see and ears to hear and to understand and know and to be able to see him in Scripture because there are many people who cannot see Christ because there is a veil over their eye because, um, and we're going to get into that in a second here. So let's see here. We're, we're going to go over to Luke, Luke chapter 24. Now, essentially what happens is you have these two disciples on the road to Emmaus. In verse 13, it talks about, um, two of them, two disciples, were going to a village named Emmaus, and it was about seven miles from Jerusalem. And somebody comes up to them and says, um, 
but it was actually Jesus. Jesus came up to them. And this, remember, this is just after Jesus has risen from the dead. But they have no idea. They have no idea that he has risen from the dead. And he's actually speaking to them face to face. And in verse 15, we see that Jesus drew near to them and went with them. And uh, their eyes were kept from recognizing him. And he said to them, what is this conversation that you guys are holding each other uh, while, you, while you're walking? And they stood still, looking sad. And one of them said, uh, are you the only visitor to Jerusalem who does not know the things that have happened here in these days? And Jesus said to them, what things? And they said, concerning Jesus of Nazareth, a man who was a prophet, mighty in deed and word, before God and all the people. And how our chief priests and rulers delivered him up to be condemned to death and crucified him. But we had hoped that he was the one to redeem Israel. They believed that he was the Messiah. Yes, and besides all this, it is now the third day since these things happened. And Jesus himself said that on the third day that he would rise. And as we go later on into this, this is really good for you guys to read in Luke chapter 24, verse 13 through 25. Oh, really just the whole chapter. Uh, through 34. Uh, Jesus said to them, look, they're explaining this thing to him, and Jesus' response is this, fools, oh fools, foolish ones, and slow to believe all that the prophets have spoken. Who are the prophets? These are the guys who had written down things about Christ before, uh, years, years before anything had happened, hundreds and hundreds of years. He said that they are fools and slow to believe in that they were slow to believe all that the prophets had already spoken. Was it not necessary, he says, that the Christ, that Christ should suffer all these things and enter into his glory? In the beginning, excuse me, and beginning with Moses and all the prophets, the law and the prophets, the scriptures, he interpreted them in all the scriptures, the things concerning himself. Listen, guys, uh, it's one thing to know Christ as your personal Lord and Savior, but if you do not know him according to the Scripture, if you do not know him um, according to the way that he wants to be known, um, then you're going to have a really hard time being able to identify with him, not only in his first coming, but also in his second coming. So, yes, we can talk about Christ as my Savior, Christ as all of these things, but it's important for us to go back and study and see where Christ is in the scripture and see how the prophet, the prophets and the law has spoken um, and what they have spoken of concerning uh, Christ himself when he would come. And so beginning with Moses and the prophets, if you want to know where to find Christ, if you want to understand how to know him more, Jesus says, beginning with Moses and the prophets. So I know that's uh, probably hard for some of y'all to hear because some of you guys are living as New Testament, uh, New Testament Christians only, and that you don't really have a really good grasp of what's going on in the Old Testament. But Jesus went to the Old Testament. He went to Moses and the prophets in order to reveal himself and to show that um, all the things that the scriptures had talked about concerning him. Now, of course, we do have the New Testament, but the New Testament is a commentary really on the Old Testament. There is nothing in the New Testament that has not been um, spoken about or referred to and explained or extrapolated on or by that is not found in the Old Testament, in the, the Torah, 
the first five books of Moses, um, uh, excuse me, of, of the Old Testament, and the Psalms and the Prophets. So very important to hear this. This is actually going a little bit longer than I thought it would go. So but that is a very one, there's one very important thing that we need to understand and know with regards to um, Christ according to his, um, according to, if we're going to know him, we have to know him according to the scripture and not just the New Testament, guys. In fact, I think it's, I think you're highly missing out on the fullness of who Christ is if you only read the New Testament. So it's a real check for some people out there who, who only read that. I would say go back into the, to the Law and the Prophets, guys. Go back to the Law and the Prophets. Here, let's go find out what happens spiritually to our eyes when we read the Law and the Prophets and, and he opens up our eyes to see those things. So in verse 28, so they drew near to the village to which they were going. And Jesus acted as if he was going further. But they urged him strongly, saying, Stay with us, for it is towards the evening, and the day is now far spent. So he went to stay, to stay with them. And when he was at the table with them, he took the bread, and he blessed it and broke it and gave it to them. Verse 31 says, And their eyes were opened, and they recognized him. Do you guys understand that the word of God is the bread? That I'm going to make this connection for you guys real quick. Um, Jesus said himself, I am the bread of life. He said that he is the bread that came down from heaven. He proceeded from the Father. He became incarnate in, in flesh. And he said, in fact, remember when he said uh, to the, the, uh, the 5,000, he said, you have to drink my blood and eat my flesh eat my blood and drink my flesh. He was talking about that he is the blood from heaven, that we have to consume of his word, of his teaching. We have to consume of him. He is the bread of life that comes from heaven, guys. And so what we're seeing right now, guys, is just a, a spiritual interpretation um, connecting this, this bread is a representation of, of him and his body and who he is, his word, his truth. Once he blesses it and breaks it, and he offers it to you, that is when your eyes are open. So um, there's no way for us to understand and see and recognize him unless he gives us the ability to see and recognize him. The scripture says that no one can come to the Father, um, no one can come to the Son unless the Father allow him to come. And so um, in our next probably piece of of this, I think we're going to do three parts of this. In our next piece of this, we're going to be talking about uh, Christ. Uh, incarnate, and particularly we're going to be talking about not only did he come into, did Christ come into the flesh, that is the agent of God who has existed with God since the very beginning, who who does everything that God wants him to do, he, uh, he came into the flesh. The Bible says that the word, that he is the word of God, in the beginning was the word, the logos, the word, the active uh, agent in all of creation, in all the and all the work that needs to be done. I think I'm making my point, right? Um, he became flesh. That's in John chapter 1, verse I believe 14. He says, the word became flesh and dwelt among us. And so when Jesus asked his disciples, who do you say the Son of Man is? Who do you say that I am? And Simon Peter answered, you are the Christ, the Son of the living God. And Jesus said, Blessed are you, Simon, son of Jonah, for this was not revealed to you by flesh and blood, but for my Father who is in heaven. So if you want to know Christ, 
the first thing we have to do is we have to go back and we have to see him in scripture, guys. And the second thing that needs to happen, um, and we're going to talk about more about this le- next time, to know Christ, it has to be revealed to us by the Father. So if you want to know him, you got to ask. Blessing to you guys and peace. Hope this makes sense to you. And we'll see you on our next little episode.